What's up everyone, Thiago here. Welcome to another episode of the Casca Grossa Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Today my guest is a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's also a coach, graduated from university in psychology. He has a lot of experience in national and international Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition. He has been training BJJ for more than six years and he's also a great guy. Please welcome Casca Grossa, Peter James. How are you, PJ? I'm welcome good, to man. the show, man. Thanks for having me. Excellent, man. It's great to have you here. PJ, at some point in life, you realized that jiu-jitsu was a sport that you wanted to train. Can you tell us what led you to train BJJ and why? Um, mainly, I was doing uh, cricket and football um, at an okay level, but I wasn't quite where I wanted to be at it. So I'd watched a lot of UFCs growing up with my brother, and I thought, yeah, I just thought it would be easy to come and do MMA and just come in and smash everyone and then... <laughs> You come and do one lesson and you realize it's not quite that easy and it's a lot of hard work. So, yeah, I was kind of like everyone. It's the same sort of story. You get hooked on it and, yeah, it's, it's too much fun. You're always learning. It's feel, it, yeah, you always feel like satisfied with you can never know it all. That's the beauty of it. Whereas a lot mm. of other sports, you get a little bit stale because it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. And it's all in your control as well. So that's another thing. I come from team sports where you could be the best player on the ground by a mile and your team could still get smashed and lose and then... You don't really have any success, so it's better. You can also do the opposite, where you don't contribute at all, and then you have team success. Mm. Whereas this, it's up to you mainly. Yeah, that's great. So you trained all the martial arts in the past. So you think jiu-jitsu was uh, the best choice oh, when it comes down to self-defense and learning new skills. Yeah, I mean, it was more more the fact is that I never really done martial arts properly before I come to jiu-jitsu, but I'd done a little bit of boxing and just mucking around, but that was it basically. But coming down here, I thought, yeah, it's just it was so much harder than what I imagined, so that's why I stayed. And then, yeah, I realized that even if you, you know, you train for five years in jiu-jitsu, you can still get smashed in MMA as well, yeah, but it works yeah. the other way around, you know. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's been really good. I remember when I started training BJJ back in, in the old days of jiu-jitsu, you know, which basically the concept behind of the old school was you want to take your opponent down, you sweep them, you pass, and you submit, you know, like sweep, pass, and submit. It was really like the foundation of the old school. But nowadays we have all these new techniques, you know, leg locks, bearing bowlers, and BJJ is very different now with competition and all that so what's your your opinion on bjj like the modern bjj whatever they call it now modern bjj old school bjj i think it's just like any sport it evolves so if you're going to have guys who are you know really good at one thing people figure it out and jiu-jitsu for whatever reason seems to go in cycles so you know you have a lot of guys who don't do spider guard or baron bolo and then all of a sudden it comes back in vogue but in australia only in really the last few years has the level been at a really high level across the across the country because before that there really was no one competing. So, you know, being a purple belt was a big deal a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. I mean, even when I got my blue belt, I didn't have anyone to compete with for a year or two. And then even then, I still only had one, one other guy and that was across two or three weight classes. Yeah. And then the biggest, you know, amount of people was seven or eight in a competition, whereas now it's a lot more. But yeah, but whereas I think nogi jiu-jitsu, it's the opposite. Nogi becomes more condensed, so it's not really jiu-jitsu so much anymore. It's on the bottom, you've got a few submissions, and then it becomes half a sweep into wrestling. And then I think what's going to happen eventually is people are going to start wrestling a lot more with the nogi, and they're going to start doing cradles and yep. things that are really yep. common in wrestling, sweep singles, all those sorts of low-risk moves that are really effective to set up submissions. But it, yeah, it's, it'll take a while, but you know... 
in the gear it's the opposite now you've got all these lapel guards and things where if you don't know them you just <laughs> good luck <laughs> yeah. yeah you're gonna get caught out so pj tell us about how many times a week do you train and where do you train and what is your train routine so currently i kind of been dabbling in a lot of different things but mainly i train uh, twice a day so i'll do something in the morning some form of conditioning or kickboxing or something like that to to keep progressing in stuff that i'm not very good at and then to keep keep my body going um and at nights i'll usually either come to wrestling or jiu-jitsu so i coach here at Karinga jiu-jitsu in greenwood um some nights and then a lot of the nights fabio takes it so i can kind of do my own thing and then a couple of nights a week i either go somewhere else to do wrestling or i go to boxing with my brother it's so my brother it's a very good pad holder now and then yes yeah, so i train formally i train six days a week twice a day but I didn't used to do that. I've only started doing that maybe in the last year and a bit because I realized, you know, it's not really that much harder. It's just you don't have much spare time. But I noticed the difference right away. Yeah, I try to come at least three times a week. You know, I see you here every day at the gym. <laughs> we train together and you have like new techniques to share and add value to training. And um, I think we have a great team here at Coringa Jiu-Jitsu with Professor Fabio Nunes. And um, I really enjoy the vibe here. So it's, yeah. yeah. And uh, I find, uh, yeah, for me, I'm more of the instructional guy. So I'll go watch a lot of stuff, <laughs> come here and drill yeah, it. Yeah. You know, Fabio doesn't like it sometimes because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's always funny as well because sometimes you'll have, you know, a move where someone will do it the complete opposite way and they're adamant that they're right and both are successful at it so it's always funny and then you'll have someone who has a better reasoning mm. so i always i, I kind of believe in memory and you know a hierarchy of learning and things like that so if someone can have a better reasoning for why it works yeah. i'll generally yeah, go with their their version but yeah it's always funny because <laughs> the old school versus now you know yeah. it's just got so yeah. much more you, you, it's information overload there's just too many things to learn so you go through periods where you just have too many moves <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i said before you know like you have Today is just uh, insane. You go to YouTube, you go everywhere, watch a video, and that's something new that you can actually implement or they can actually train and add to your training. You see so, a seven-year-old doing it. A six-year-old, <laughs> a six-year-old doing a barambolo <laughs> into a leg lock. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, so why do you think BJJ is so captivating for so many people? So jiu-jitsu is the fastest-growing sport in the world. What's your opinion on that? I think it's pretty simple to be honest it's like i said before like one it's a self-defense aspect where you come in and you feel more confident but for the most part you know guys don't train hard enough to really be able to defend themselves a lot of people and a lot of schools don't put any effort into self-defense so yeah. if you come down and you do gi jiu-jitsu once a week and you're doing barambolo and a bunch of stuff where you're not very good at anything you know you're still going to get your ass kicked by someone who's yeah. bigger and stronger oh, but if you're really good at jiu-jitsu you know the the average person just isn't good at fighting even if they're big and strong they're just not that good so as long as you're good you'll you can quite comfortably hold yourself yeah. you know against one person in a fair fight but uh, overall i think jiu-jitsu the, the biggest thing it does is it's problem solving so you know when i come in i have to figure out something that someone else is doing that i'm getting beaten with so if you're if you're that way inclined it's so refreshing because you can't you, you can come in for weeks and smash somebody and then all of a sudden they figure out something that you're weak at yeah. and then it's the other other way or 
you might not feel like you're making any progress for so long yeah. and you just because you're coming like in sometimes you, yeah you're coming and facing the same people every day yeah. and then you go away for a week and you come back and you go to a different gym in another country for a couple yeah. of days you come back with one or two new ideas and all of a sudden it's like a new person you know so i think what jiu-jitsu does is it is it's such a cool because it's a lot of brazilians brazilians are very laid back so it always has that nice feel to a gym yeah. where it's non-threatening you come in everyone's friendly yeah. whereas a bit with muay thai and boxing and stuff it can be quite confrontational and when you roll when you roll you're going to have a hundred percent you can go a hundred percent so you can problem solve at a hundred percent and if you get injured it's usually an accident whereas in boxing you yeah. get one hard punch and it's a fight and in the gym it. and yeah. that's it yeah so if you go harder you know like if, during the sparring session you know you just have to yeah set the rules you know how, how are we doing this you know are we actually going yeah full on? are we going jiu-jitsu you slap hands and then <laughs> at the end of it you're all friends and a lot of the time the beauty of jiu-jitsu is, is you have to lose for a long time you have to be the nail for so long exactly. before you're the hammer whereas if you come into boxing if you're really quick and athletic unless you have someone who's quick quick and athletic and much better than you yeah you might just get you might just be in a poor gym so you feel good already whereas in jiu-jitsu even if you are an athletic you're still going to get smashed a lot of the time so it makes your ego go smaller and have to take that time to learn and actually enjoy the process of not being the best all the time absolutely yeah so there is a very interesting quote from john danaher which i love you know about the reality of training and problem solving skills so I'm just going to read that. It, it's really cool. So he says, quote, The deepest benefits of jiu-jitsu come off the mat. It encourages a worldview based upon the idea of rational problem solving. Jiu-jitsu is all about solving problems that are rapidly changing under stress. And that gives you the ability to identify the crux of the problem in front of you. Even in a stressful situation and adapt your body and tactics to overcome that problem and to continue overcoming as the problem itself changes. It encourages you to use a very rational trial and error method. Basically, the same method that science uses to overcome these problems. So it gives you this sort of problem-solving mindset, which I think applies throughout life itself. Yeah, so exactly what <laughs> we hear. <laughs> How cool and straight to the point is that? You know, it's, it's really the ultimate problem-solving skills right in front of you. We face problems every day in life and in jiu-jitsu you know when you train when someone passes your guard they're creating the same problem and you have to solve that in the same way when you pass my guard or go for a submission i've got a problem in front of me so i have to solve that what's yeah. your interpretation on that yeah i mean dan has spot on i mean he's a very very smart guy you know he, he was a philosophy professor so that's why he can explain things so succinctly but a lot of people get turned off by it because it's quite a Long. Yeah, it's a very convoluted and wordy way of saying something simple, which is, you know, he's, you, you're solving problems, which is the exciting part of jiu-jitsu, and you're forced to do that. So in a wider wider perspective, you know, it applies to so many things in life, you know, relationships, Absolutely. business, family, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, if you can take that, then you can, you know, it, it helps you feel a lot better about being able to handle the world. And, yeah, he's, he's spot on about it, you know. If, for any form of sport as well, everyone follows that path of mastery where you have to pro solve a certain amount of problems in your sport to be very good at it. And then it becomes down to tactics and athleticism and all that. But at the start, that's what makes jiu-jitsu so rewarding is that environment where people are all in this sort of mindset where they all know it's a struggle and they all have to get through it. 
and then at the end of it you get this skill and you have a whole bunch of friends who all feel like that like a lot of the time i my friendship groups got a lot smaller when i trained jiu-jitsu because you know the people that train jiu-jitsu understand <laughs> it so it's, it's kind of boring to talk to people about it yeah. because they don't yeah. care yeah. and they don't get it or they think that they get it and then yeah. <laughs> they come train once and then they realize you know but yeah, yeah he's spot on about it he has so many great it's, nuggets of gold I, like that i love that such quote. a good quote yeah. So do you think it's like a um, state of meditation, you know, like I think he mentioned something about that as well, because when you're training, when you're rolling, you you focused, you're present, you're in the zone 100 percent, you know, trying to yeah, yeah, get your way out or do a position or, or apply things that you're learning. So it's really you're focused. You can't think on anything else. Right. Because you. <laughs> That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Is, is you can have like a you can have a big, horrible, stressful day. And you exactly. come to jiu-jitsu exactly. and if you're drilling and, you know, you're talking, you still might get it. But when you're rolling, it's so hard because you have to focus on what's in front of you. And there's, it's not enough danger to freak out and, you know, make yourself more stressful. But it, it's controlled enough where you have to be focused on what's going on or else you're going to get beat by no matter who you are. You can have a one-day white belt who grabs both lapels and just throws you to the yeah. ground. Yeah. But at the same time... Uh, that whole idea of being in the zone and flow and stuff, it really does It does do that because they know, for instance, when you go into flow, that a lot of the time it's that feeling of not thinking and time passing by faster. But a lot of that is to do with your arousal. So when you have jiu-jitsu, the, the, the more in the zone you are, you're generally like the peak amount of... The problem is here. So I'm showing on the thing, it's a scale. So the, the, yeah. the higher the problem, the higher your skills need to be. Mm-hmm. So in jiu-jitsu... If you're versing a black belt and you're a white belt, it's too much. So, you know, you feel stressed, yeah. it's hard. But if you yeah. verse a blue belt and you're a blue belt, but you're a little bit better, the challenge is just there. So you guys grow together. And when you roll together, you have to figure each other out. So you, you have to be in the zone. Because yeah. if you're not, the problem isn't hard enough or it's or you're too good for it. Yeah. So it, do, it does that perfectly. It also comes down to the mi- mental part as well, isn't it? So depending who you're rolling, you get to a certain point that you have to, you know... I think them, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, no, it's it's really good. I, I really love that quote, and I think it's explained the whole thing. So, PJ, um, how do you reconcile your day-to-day job with your BJJ training? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty full-on, man, because, um, you know, I've got two kids, so I've got to ask you that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I work full-time, and, you know, I'm the same thing. I've, I've, I've quite a stressful home life with kids and partner and a dog and all that sort of beautiful stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, so I mean, it it is good. There's a lot of positives to it as well. But definitely when I compare it to some of the people I know in Brazil, for instance, who don't work and they live at the gym and they're quite poor money wise, but, you know, they have a lot of time and it's really not that stressful in terms of what they're doing day to day. I think as well, I I think having to organize myself and train in the morning and at night and then have that time to watch things if I want to learn new things, it forces me to be more organized and actually helps with other parts of my life. But overall, you know, it's more stressful, but at the same time, it's the life you choose. You know, you could quit everything tomorrow and have no money and be poor, but, you know, there's no guarantees you're going to be a world champion. And even if you are, it doesn't mean you're going to make money and be able to survive. Absolutely. But I think, yeah, it definitely forces, if you're, in, if you're intelligent enough to be able to handle the stresses of life, you know, it's not a big deal. Get yourself organized. And jiu-jitsu yeah. as well, in terms of competing, for me, it's like it's not going to happen for 20 years. So the thing is, is now is the time to train really hard and be stressed and, 
sacrifice a lot of fun things to do because you know one day I'll, I'm gonna die and I'd rather look back and say I tried and do the things that I enjoyed versus you know just kind of float by and make things easier for myself and train once a week and make it more enjoyable you know I'm competitive by nature I want to win so yeah. you know everyone for, wants it, to win <laughs> everyone does and especially if you're yeah. a man you know you get, exactly. the, you get the big ego about it <laughs> but yeah it's awesome it forces you to be better than what you what you would be now nah, that's great. I love the the champion mindset, and uh, yeah, it's for me. I think I've got two kids. I train. I bring the, my whole family here to the gym, yeah. and we get organized before coming to train. But, you know, you've got kids, dinners, shower, lunches, dinners, showers, and all that. Clothes. It's really <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like much, but it can take an hour and a half at least. At least this morning when I came to train <laughs> here, mate, that was a uh, just insane. You know, people don't. Kids, they don't listen to you. They do whatever they want to do. <laughs> they don't turn off the Fortnite. <laughs> you get in the car, they forget something that was in their hand yes. a second before. You get here, you're all stressed and you frustrated. Then you walk in and then you got to turn it all off and it's back to jiu-jitsu. And that's it. <laughs> Smile on your face. <laughs> that's why I tell people jiu-jitsu keep, keeps me sane, you know, it's because... <laughs> Yeah, I've had it as well. If I've been depressed or down in life, it definitely, it definitely does that, does that for you. You know, like you were saying with being in the flow state or in the zone. If you're in that more, it's hard to feel negative in those sort of states of mind. So you can be really stressed or have, you know, I know lots of people where they, you know, have all sorts of relationship troubles or you know, real bad personal problems. They come here and it helps with a lot of it because it's a stress relief you know and it's a not it's a non-competitive environment where it doesn't matter if you lose a thousand times yeah if you feel good at the end of it that's what you that's come what for matters, yeah. you know you got your implicit and your explicit brain you got your fast thinking and your slow thinking when you come in here and you don't have to think at all and everything's just made quick decisions you can't be worried about being stressed or unhappy or something that someone else has done to you that day or kids being annoying and you know forgetting <laughs> this you don't care you come home and you, it makes you better at be doing other things as well. It's a stress relief, as you said. And, you know, if you can do jiu-jitsu and train hard, train with your friends here, with your mates, you, you can really face anything in life. It's your sense of community as well. You know, you get this community Absolutely. when you come to jiu-jitsu. It's a bit like what a lot of people who are religious feel. You know, they have their little religious community all these people that they, they have the similar interests you know it's you it's at, at, at the core of us we're tribes you know humans are humans are tribalistic creatures you know yeah. it doesn't matter what it is where it's race religion yeah. culture yeah. martial arts that's what they always say with jiu-jitsu you know you you know it unites all religions and races but it's not really it's nah. just it's you're doing jiu-jitsu that's what it, that's the beauty of it everyone has that similar interest so everyone it's going to attract that same sort of person absolutely and it's awesome to be in a community like that yeah you know? A lot of the people I've competed against, I've ended up becoming friends with or trained with them or gone to a, another country and gone to their gym and stayed at their house. Like it's, it's so, I would yeah, never have those opportunities if I'd never, bond, if I'd never yeah. done jiu-jitsu. So what do you think is the main... So what are the main benefits that jiu-jitsu has given you? Hmm. I suppose... I suppose, especially with a coach, with, with Fabio, is, is that he kind of has allowed me to train and clean the gym and, and do all the coaching and help with the refereeing and really learn how to do jiu-jitsu. If I wanted to open my own gym tomorrow, I'd know how to run it yeah. for the most yeah. part just by being around it and doing it. But I also like the idea that 
it's not like you know i have a coach and he comes in and tells me i have to do this a b c and d and if so buts jujitsu lets you explore and it lets you do things in a way that suits your body type and the way that you like to train as well so i find in you know in a wider sense it gives you it's allowed me to like use all these problem solving and memory ideas that I like to think about and I can come and apply it to a martial art which is you know right away you can see if it's working or it's not it's not like you know a diet or you know a workout program where you have to wait four or five weeks to figure out if you know it's worked or not if you're if you're feeling better or whatever jiu-jitsu you can come in try the move out give it a few few weeks if it doesn't work after a few weeks it's yeah. probably either you're doing it wrong or it's just you ineffective yeah ineffective yeah <laughs> and it's beautiful mma is the best for that as well mma you have to simplify everything yeah. you know that's the next the next thing after that and jiu-jitsu is really the expression of yourself right it's really you yeah. and the other guy there and it's really human you know human uh, experiences that's what bruce that's what bruce lee said you know you, you know with martial arts it's it's a uh, it's about truly expressing yourself and he says it, it's kind of sounds a uh, fake when you when you say it like yeah. that but the truth is if you're really into something you know whether it's playing guitar or painting or you know being an entrepreneur when you really give it your 100% and you know that that's what you're trying to do and that's your passion you are honestly expressing yourself so that's it, it kind of is you know from a psychological point of view it's your it's your self actualizing you know you've got your your, your basic needs and then you know your relationship needs and then you've got your your potential you know the, so when you get closer to actualizing your potential uh, this is maslow he believed maslow in this maslow pyramid yeah yeah maslow's yeah. hierarchy needs Hierarch, yeah but he believed in that so uh, jiu jitsu kind of gives you a chance to do it but it's only in a small scale as mm -hmm. well you know mm -hmm. you can be the best jiu jitsu player in the world but you can still be a crappy person you know <laughs> if you really want to be but yeah that's what i love about jiu jitsu is it allows you to kind of problem solve and you do it in a way where you come away right away when you know it works or it doesn't that's what i've my biggest benefit that's awesome yeah. i love that pj i know you like to train a lot of leg locks and some advanced submissions and what's your favorite submission and why uh, that's an easy one it's a, <laughs> a leg lock <laughs> nah it's a guillotine it's a guillotine yeah. guillotine by far i love marcelo garcia Marcelo Garcia. Yeah, so uh, he was the first guy I watched in instructionals and his X-Guard and all this sort of yeah. stuff. And I've met him and he's not very tall, but what he is is he's got like a, he's got like kind of a chunky body where he's not super flexible or super mobile, but the way he does his jiu-jitsu, even with the gi on, is he kind of sets up little things and it's all these little movements. And then all of a sudden it just, he locks onto something and that's it. Whereas the guillotine, I loved it because I always found you know, people would do these crappy takedowns. It's more that people are doing crappy takedowns. That's why I got good at it. Yeah. But it's just, it's on right away. So I can have someone who's 100 kilos in your throat. You know, that's what I love about that. Like a rear naked choke. Whereas a leg lock as well, you know, sometimes, you know, you can roll for and people have big legs. It's hard to do, but it's stiff. But for whereas a choke, you know, you've got four or five seconds if it's locked on, you know, or else you're going to go out. That's by far my favorite submission. And it's so dynamic, you know, you, it, it looks beautiful when it's done as well. Yeah, I know, because I train with you and you do that a lot. And, me, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, you train with people here. So a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really good, man. I think you got a, you got a great technique and a mindset as well. And um, it's all about learning in jiu-jitsu. Where do you see yourself in three years' time? It sounds like a HR question, doesn't it? <laughs> 
I don't know. What's my greatest weakness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those stupid HR questions, you know. You know, name one thing that you could do better. Um, to be honest, money-wise, I want. I mean, for sure, I I, I want a black belt. I think I'm gonna get a black belt within three years. You know, just training consistently. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't see any reason why not. You know, it's just about doing it consistently and performing. And if I keep improving, then I'm not gonna get worse. So I'm gonna do better. But overall, I would like to be. Uh, uh, my goals are to win a world championship in without the Gion. That's what I want to do. To be honest, I want to. I want to win an ADCC trials as well. But all of this is, you know, it's all dependent on how much you can train and how much I can do it. But at the minute, that's the that's the goal is to in jiu-jitsu to do those two things. But slowly transitioning into MMA and fighting there and see how much I enjoy that before I commit to it 100%. But worst case, if I don't like MMA and I uh, just freak out and I you know, crap my pants before I go out to <laughs> fight and I just think it's not for me, I can always come back and do jiu And you've been training MMA as well, along with yeah, 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 and the yeah. other boys. And no, I, I've tra- I, tra- I train it a lot. A bit of but, wrestling. But yeah, so I, li- I like wrestling and I, li- I like striking a lot, but I'm the sort of person where I don't believe in going into something that's a hard, hard competition, which MMA definitely is. Mm half-assed so i mean i think if you go into mma you just you should be you should be prepared whereas today i could probably go in and fight mma and win a few amateur fights against guys that aren't very good but that's not what happens in mma it's a bit like jiu-jitsu you know if you go from like a state level here to a world championship level it's night and day you might as well be training with black belts because that's the level of some of these guys in the world class level they're just amazing and they're just they they just haven't done the time to be a black belt in some cases but with mma you can be horrible and land a good punch on someone and knock them out and break their jaw so it's not the same risk and reward you know in jiu-jitsu i can tap or i can scream or whatever if a horrible submission happens and i've got six months of that Whereas you, you know, get smacked in the head, you know, you could have you brain trauma. Gonna, yeah. You don't, you don't know, know what's happening. Happen. I've got, yeah. I've got a job. I've got other things. So I mean, that that's the reality of MMA is it's much more dangerous. But at the same time, it's just the same as jiu-jitsu. The better prepared fighter usually wins 90% of the time. They're usually smarter, quicker, you know, or they've got a better game plan. But the higher level is in in MMA. You know, if you win 10 fights in a row by first round KO, you're probably in the UFC. Yeah. So you're going from facing guys who are you know, like me, where they're working full time or, you know, got families and relationships and all that sort of stuff to guys who are straight up killers. And then even in the UFC, you know, after you get to the top 10, it's another level again and the top five again. So you're talking about like the best of the best and it's not like it's out of reach. You could be there within two or three years if you really had a good streak and you fought a lot and just took your opportunities. So, I mean, you see it now. There was a guy who got signed the other day at middleweight and he's four and oh. He's not that good, is, but, but... Who was it? Um, forget his name. He's on Dana White's Contenders, but he wasn't that good in the fight, but he was exciting, so he consigned him. But at the same time, if you're 4 or 5 and 0 oh, and you're facing someone like, you know, Donald Cerrone or Khabib, yeah. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> good luck. But you could still get lucky, but not that many times. No, that's great. Guys, unfortunately, we are running out of time. And uh, PJ, I had a, such a great time talking to you today, and I really appreciate your time here. Please come back on this show anytime. It's always good to talk to you, bro. Thank you. I'll become co-host at this rate. Let's do it. There's there's a lot of potential in this podcast. (laughs) Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, thank you. So, guys, if you want to follow PJ, Peter James on Instagram, you can follow him on... PJ Morecambe. That's P-J-M for Mary. O-R-C-O-M for Mary. B-J-J. 
So at PJ Morgan BJJ on Instagram and, on and Facebook. also Facebook. Yeah, same thing. So yeah, hit me up. Hit PJ up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Kashka Grossa Jiu Jitsu podcast. Before you go, guys, please don't forget to follow us, comment, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thanks again, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks, PJ. <laughs> awesome, man.